Welcome to the Pop Culture Federation Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey. I'm Matt. And hi, my name is Ron. So today we're going to be talking about movies that have made a billion dollars. In particular, we're going to be focusing on the, in our opinion, and I'm going to stress our opinion, worst movies that we believe are the worst movies that made a billion dollars. Whether or not they deserved it is one thing. I have a asterisk on a movie that I can't stand that still deserved it. <laughs> I wonder, uh, wait, wow, and, what a twist. Yeah, and if you've listened to our other shows, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, a couple fun facts. As of November 5th, 2019, there are 43 movies that have grossed over $1 billion worldwide. One billion. That is quite a lot, considering in the year 2000, there was only one. And then into 2005, there was only two. I think up until, correct me if I'm wrong, up until 1997, there was only Titanic, and that made $2 billion Because Jura- no. Jurassic Park... No, 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 no. You're wrong. Titanic did not cross $2 billion until it got re-released. Are we sure? God, somebody didn't do their research. Yeah, seriously. I give you homework for a reason. I do have a bunch of fun facts about Titanic. Titanic was the first to cross a billion dollar threshold, not adjusting for inflation. That is correct. But it did not gross the $2 billion mark until it got its re-release in the late... Two thousands, mid two thousand tens. I don't know what we're called now. The it was, it was to commemorate the centennial anniversary of the Titanic sinking, and I believe it was re released in three D. Yes, so that also in- helped uh, sales go up. Sorry, Ronald, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> so the Titanic was the first film to make a billion dollars, and that was in nineteen ninety seven. It was in theaters for ten months. That would be unheard of today. Yeah. It absolutely helped it to get to that number. Yeah. Also, as well as it being in theaters for 10 months, it was the number one movie for 15 weeks straight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> which is a record in North America, and it probably will not be topped anytime soon. Guess what was the most successful day for the Titanic? The 4th of July. It has to be Valentine's Day. It was, in fact, Valentine's Day. Yes. Good guess, Ron. Wow. The most successful day for the Titanic in theaters was on Valentine's Day, 1998, where it grossed $13,048,711, eight weeks after it was released. Holy crap. <laughs> so, like, that's going to see Avengers Endgame two months from now on, like, 4th of July. Just being like... What better way to celebrate freedom than by watching superheroes? I saw Endgame eight times in the theaters. Gross. <laughs> no, it was great. It beat my previous record of Star Wars Force Awakens, which was at six. Now, like the Patriots going when they win the seventh ring for the Super Bowl, you know, Tom Brady's 
legacy will not be topped. So my legacy of seeing the movies in theaters will not be topped by another movie other than Endgame. Another fun fact about Billion Dollars. Uh, James Cameron was the director of the first and second highest grossing films of all time. What? Up until this year when Avengers Endgame topped it for number one. So now he's the director of the second and third grossing movies of all time, which is still insane. Titanic was a three and a half hour movie. Correct. Or unless you had the VHS tapes where it was three and a half hours, but then you had to like, you had to pause it and then like put in the second tape when it got to the part where the boat was about to sink. So I just only watched the second tape because (laughs) the whole first part like didn't interest seven year old me and I wasn't allowed to watch the nude scene. So I had to watch the second tape. Five year old Matt was afraid to flush the toilet because you know that scene where like Jack and Rose like turn around and it's just the hallway and it's just the water that just like comes flying through. Yes. I was afraid to flush the toilet because of that one. (laughs) Five year old me was not a smart person (laughs) because I was always like, oh my God, it's going to like overflow and I'm going to die. I really want to like make a shirt of that. Like, I was not smart when I was five. <laughs> I I used to take my micro machines and like, this was like post GI Joe. So, uh, and fill up the sink with uh, water and ice and pretend to sink them just because, <gasps> but I never wanted to break my toys. So I was just like, I tried to figure out ways to make the boat sink. And uh, I even got a model of the Titanic and I made that sink. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I, fa- I always found the Titanic fascinating, to be honest. And then as I got older, I'm just like, uh, it's not as interesting as it was perceived. It's still a good movie, though. No, yeah, the, the movie's fantastic. It's a great movie. It's very well done. Um, and it's a great way to spend the day if it's on cable. Because that's like a six-hour movie on yeah, cable. Yeah, with commercials. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know we're talking about the worst movies and like not great movies, but Titanic... In 1997, was you gotta you gotta figure today in 2019, movie a ticket to the movies cost anywhere from depending on where you live, ten to fifteen, sixteen dollars. Uh, if you live in, in New York City, closer to like twenty something. Twenty. Yeah. So I know for Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker tickets opening night, people were charging twenty dollars, and that's what I paid because it's crazy. So you think. On average, let's say 15 bucks a ticket, right? In 1997, I remember going to the movies in high school, paying six bucks. So in 97, how much was a movie ticket? Nowhere near what it is today. And this movie still grossed over a billion dollars. So you know everybody saw it. Inflation is a thing, Mike. <laughs> Not at the time. Yeah. <laughs> No, unadjusted for inflation, that movie still grossed over a billion dollars in 1997. Oh, yeah, no. So I'm saying a lot of people saw it. If you're talking a movie ticket, it was $3, $4, $5. I mean, if it was adjusted for inflation, it would make over $3 million. $3 billion. Dang. $3 billion, With a B. Sorry. I gotta go look up how much movie ticket cost in 1997. So in 1997, the average price for a movie ticket in the United States was $4.59. Take me back. Jesus. So if you think... If you take that and, I guess, divide it by a billion and change, that's how many people saw it. I mean, globally still, but... And this was before 
the mass market releases in China and all that money that comes from there. So this was like a very, I don't really know how to describe it, like monumental in the sense that it was just a, a an epic of a movie. I mean, it was the first one to do it. I mean, the marketing behind it too was great. I remember there was so many specials on like the prehistory, like when History Channel was actually the History Channel. They showed like Titanic specials. They had books. Um, they had uh, just a bunch of different merchandise and media and marketing around it. Because mm-hmm. I think, wasn't that around the time James Cameron went down to go mm-hmm. see it? Or he saw it before? No clue. Wait, what? Yeah. James Cameron, didn't he go down to see the Titanic? Yeah, but I think he did like, I think he did that like pre-production though. Uh, okay. Anyway, Titanic is a monumental movie, and it doesn't suck, because I don't think it's on any of our worst billion-dollar movies list. No, definitely not. Absolutely not. So, I will kick us off, and I'll go on my list. I have, out of the 43 movies, I have six that were omitted, because I did not see them. I have 30 on the deserve it list, and I have seven on the do not deserve it list. (coughs) The first one... And the worst one, Avatar. Really? At me. Wow. So, this will be a fun experiment. I haven't seen Avatar. Don't waste your life. Do you ever see Dances with Wolves? No. Well, watch that instead, because it's the same thing. Okay. That, cross that, and like Pocahontas. That's the same movie. Well, the reason why Avatar made all that money was because it... 3D. 3D. It was because of 3D and IMAX. It visually was great at the time, and everybody went nuts over it, and that was when 3D and IMAX was the hot thing. It probably is the reason why they started selling 3D televisions. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. That was probably... Also, um, this movie was also in theaters for a really long time. When Endgame was approaching Avatar's gross, like, global gross, Endgame had a... Unlike Avatar, Avatar had a weak start, but it had a steady flow and a growth. And I think it went all the way through Labor Day, and it came out in the spring. It was in theaters for a very long time. Endgame had a high, like, start, came up with a bang, made a billion dollars in the first four days, and then it started to trickle down. But Endgame ended up beating it, thank the Lord. I saw it eight times just so I, I would have saw it another time. You ten are the reason why it became number one, Mike. Um, and because I really wanted to beat Avatar, and but uh, Endgame, I believe, came out on DVD sooner because now movies are coming out sooner. Mm-hmm. Granted, Avatar, I remember getting on Black Friday, so it definitely came out, it was definitely in the theaters as it was coming out, but. Endgame had a quicker release, but I think it was still because they had the re-release when the DVD was out or coming out with the extra footage or extended footage. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Avatar. I think the story is terrible. I was once asked, and I think it might have been by you, Ron. Name me. Who's the main character's name? Yo, yeah. Oh, this was in one of our. Um, yeah, one of our videos in our in our in our previous episodes. Right, yeah. and it was no, no, no. I, I could tell you who was in it: Sam Worthington, um, so Saldana, Saldana uh, and Sigourney Weaver. And I could tell you the plot, which is the government of Earth is bad, comes in, takes over, 
tries to k- kill people for resources. All right. Hint, oil, and, uh, you know, Sam Worthington becomes a blue person through a clone, and... Uh, but damn, it looks cool, doesn't it? Not... I mean, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I think there's other... Like, that Diablo 4 trailer looked way better. Yeah. I, I don't think Avatar deserved to make as much as it did. I think the only reason it did was because... 3D and IMAX cost more, and it was more widely available at the time. Um, I remember being a kid that IMAX was only in certain places, and like like the Liberty Science Center. And, <laughs> oh my and God, the Liberty Science Center! <laughs> no, so like you couldn't go see anything in IMAX. Imagine uh, Titanic being in IMAX in 1997. You know how much more money would have made. Bill or Phantom Menace yeah. being in, in in IMAX. You know how much money that would have made, or the Return of the King. Yeah, that's true. The so, but saying, I think it was just one of those things that, um, at that time, we didn't have a movie that like took the world by storm in quite some time, and I think that Avatar was a perfect summer. That's not film. true, though. Yeah, that's that's definitely not true. Okay, the Dark Knight was right before that. All right, that then, took the world by storm. Fine, then that sentence is not making the final cut. <laughs> no, keep it in because I'm just saying. I, no, it's. I just don't think Avatar was a good movie. I don't it it visually yes, but visually I if visuals drive a two point seven billion dollar gross. Yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't think so. I don't agree. It must have looked really cool. Other, no, that movie Annihilation looked really cool with Natalie Portman and that didn't make anywhere close to a billion dollars. <laughs> Avatar sucked. It was really bad. I hate this movie. When we, whenever we do, spoiler alert, whenever we do our top ten worst movies I've ever seen, Avatar is on that list. I thought, Not number one or anywhere near the top five. It's in the bottom, but it sucks. I thought Avatar was an okay movie. <laughs> I mean, it was all I right. Can whole, I can make a whole show about why Avatar is bad. I don't think it was. I don't think it was horrendous, but it also like wasn't one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like it was okay. Yes, but to make. Two point seven billion dollars is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, no, if absolutely. This movie, if it made seven hundred million dollars, sure, I wouldn't even talk about it. It was just okay. It was just there. It exists. It's the highest grossing film for almost ten years. It's not ten years. It sucks. Yeah. Anyway, what about you, Ron? Oh wait, I have a fun fact about Avatar. Yay! Oh great. There is one person. Who has acted in both the highest grossing movie and the second highest grossing movie. This one's easy. Who is that person? Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Correct. That's nuts. Isn't that really cool? That's really nuts, Matt. Yeah. Actually, it is. Yeah. She takes the record for highest grossing person. I think she beats out like Will Smith and he's done way more movies than she has. Also, fun fact. She started her acting career as center stage. Nobody knows that movie except for me. Center Stage. Wait, I thought she started it with that shitty Britney Spears movie. Center Stage. No, Britney Spears had a movie? <laughs> yeah, didn't, right, didn't Britney Spears put out like a summer beach movie? Hold on. Do the Google. <laughs> All right, I got six more movies on this list, so let's go on your guys. Um. So a lot of these movies I haven't actually seen because I'm terrible at seeing movies. But, if I had to make a guess out of what is the worst film to make a billion dollars, I would probably say Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that's a good one. 
I mean, look, good pick, not good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it probably has the same argument as Avatar does, where I, it I made the it. money based on its visual effects. I have seen about like a half hour of it on like cable, and it certainly didn't make a billion dollars off of it off of its acting. <laughs> Tim Tim Burton stuff kind of weirds me out. Yeah, I'm not well, lie. Tim Burton is a very niche director, and by niche, I mean a very popular director that has a very big core audience and will go see anything he does, and will love anything he does. So I guess it makes sense. It was also another movie that came out during 3D and was 3D and IMAX, and that's probably why I made a bunch of money. But yeah, that's mostly my pick for probably the worst movie. Although there are a couple duds in this one, in the on this list. Ron, do you want to go through one of yours before I go through mine? Yeah, sure. Do you, do you guys want to hear my number one? Sure. Okay, my number one was actually very clear to me. Uh, I saw it, I believe, last summer, and it was just the worst. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is one of the... Ooh, I have that on my number three. Oh my god, that movie is atrocious. It's just... It's just so bad. The plot doesn't make sense. The characters aren't... Like, like the characters aren't the same from the previous movie. It's kind of weird... Like, how different they are. They're, like, completely new characters just with, like, the same face. Like Okay, you you have to admit, though, that scene with the dinosaur on the dock is heartbreaking. Yeah, it is heartbreaking. It was also unnecessary. Like... <laughs> it was unnecessary, and it made me want to cry in the <laughs> exactly. theater. That it's... dinosaur was... Like, I wanted to just hug my dog because, like... <laughs> and it's not even a dinosaur. It's just because, like, that poor dinosaur... Is that, just is, like, that uh, is watching that dinosaur die worth a billion dollars? <laughs> Whoa. Spoilers. I haven't seen this movie. And I'm probably never going to. You need to like step up your movie game here a little bit. It used to be a drinking game in college of asking me what movies I've seen. And if it's a no, then take a shot. I got oh, very drunk a lot of times. <laughs> Ron, I agree with you. I think this that was a terrible movie. Yeah, that movie was one, literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Did I expect it to make a billion dollars? Yes, because of the hype of Jurassic World. And it was the momentum that that movie carried. Okay, I'll give you yeah. that, yeah. Yes, so I expected it to gross this much. But I don't... So, a long, so after Jurassic Park 3 came out, there was rumors about Jurassic Park 4. Uh-huh. Jurassic Park 4 rumors were that there was going to be dinosaurs with guns that were kind of like mercenary bounty hunters. Hell it's yeah. almost like Dr. Evil wishing for sharks with laser beams attached to his head. Yeah, uh, pretty freaking much. Freaking laser like, beams is... attached to their heads. And oh. people were like, this is stupid. What? So, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom did just that minus the guns. It's a genetically enhanced dinosaur that goes out and just kills people. No, they did it worse than that. Because the thing is... In the movie, like, watch the movie. Spoilers, everyone. If, when you watch the movie, you have to point a laser pointer at someone, and then the dinosaur will attack. But the thing is, if you're already pointing a laser pointer at someone, why not just fucking shoot them already? Like, <laughs> how stupid is that? I mean, no, it was really stupid. And then they cloned the girl. Spoil- oh, that you was... Seen it, oh, my God. Tough. The girl's cloned. I gotta be honest, the reason why I didn't see this movie is because I saw from the trailer, I was like, 
that's ass. Did you watch <laughs> Jurassic World? No, because I watched you the, that trailer was and was yeah. like, that looks butt. Jurassic, Jurassic World, World is, is Jurassic World is decent. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is horrendous. And the problem, another problem with Fallen Kingdom is that, like, it kind of shuts the door on any chance of a sequel happening because they kind of kill off 90% of the dinosaurs that they had. So, I don't know. Are we going to get the dinosaur cinematic universe going? You know they're making a new one, right? Yeah, that's that's the problem. And I think that the only reason that they're bringing back the original trio is because, like, Laura Dern, uh, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum is because they're like, oh, crap, that movie was horrible. We need to get butts in the seats. Yeah, and what better way to get butts in the seats than nostalgia? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what they did with Jurassic Park 3 with Sam Neill. Alan! <laughs> yeah, I had that on here, too. Um, the other two... Oh, no. The other f- one, two, three, five that I have... So, Fate of the Furious and Furious 7. Mm. How dare you? Hold on. I don't think they're bad. They're not bad movies. (laughs) Paul Walker. How dare you? They're not bad. Also, I haven't seen either It's been a long day (laughs) without you, my friend. The soundtrack I never said was bad. When When I see you again. (laughs) See, that made a billion dollars just by itself. The soundtrack was great. Wiz Khalifa knows what he's doing. But I just don't think these... They're just... Like, if every generic action movie... The Expendables should have made a billion dollars. What? The Fast and the Furious franchise is not your ordinary action movie franchise. Yes, it is. Does your average (laughs) ordinary franchise shoot cars out of the sky, have them land perfectly, and have them drive? Mission Impossible does. Yeah, but... This one's cooler. This one has Vin Diesel and The Rock. This one's cool. And Jason Statham. I have to admit, I have not seen a Fast and the Furious movie since Tokyo Drift, so I'm kind of out of this talking. (laughs) They're actually really good. No, they're... They're really good. They're good, like, they're big dumb fun. Yeah. I don't think it deserves a billion dollars. Doesn't deserve a billion dollars. (laughs) I was just messing with you. Number two on my list... It was kind of kind of a difficult decision, but I remember the feelings I had when I walked out of it. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. That, I have seen this movie. That movie was... <laughs> if that movie didn't exist, the Nolan trilogy would be probably the best superhero trilogy. But The Dark Knight Rises is trash. I hate well, that movie. It wouldn't have been a trilogy if that movie didn't exist. Idiot. If there was a new, if there was a new movie, the, the plot of that movie is damn near incoherent. It's horrible. What if they considered Batman versus Superman the end of the Nolan trilogy? You're making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with you, but I don't disagree with you. That movie's because, bad, man. Because <clears throat> I think this movie was riding on the momentum and coattails of The Dark Knight. Oh, it absolutely was, without question. And I think because of that and how good The Dark Knight was that this movie was going to make over a billion dollars. I was born in the dark. You were simply adopted by it. Or something like that, Batman. Bark, 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 bark. My, my bane always you devolves do a pretty into good a job. chicken. Yeah. 
You do a pretty good job of that. I would have pegged you more of a penguin, but yeah. Yeah, quack, 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 quack. Yes, penguins quack. <laughs> do you guys think Colin Farrell is going to be the penguin in the new movie? That confirmed? I think it is. Like, why? Because I never would have been a better penguin. I, well, the thing was, I think Jonah Hill wanted like 10 million bucks, and Warner Brothers more or less laughed at him. So, you know, if you... I think Jonah Hill would have been a great penguin. He would have been. Not t- worth $10 million. Dwight Schrute would be a great penguin. Rain, uh, Rain Wilson. I, 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 can't, so. I, I can't agree with you, Ron, but I don't think Dark Knight Rises was great. It was a, it was a good movie. It's enjoyable. I'll watch it, but I don't think it like has that wow factor that I would go see multiple times and just throw my money in it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. But wait for my third pick, and I think Matt is going to be seriously mad at me. Um, I have. Do you want to hear my second one real quick? You haven't seen any of these. You I, shouldn't have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, but I have seen a, some of them. If it isn't Iron Man 3, then you're... No, it's not. It's not Iron Man 3. It should be, even though it's on my deserves it list, and I hate myself for well, it. Well, my pick is Zootopia. I haven't seen it. What? No opinion. Wow, I think we should wait two weeks, let you watch it, and then we'll have an <laughs> No, it's just an average child's movie. That's really all it comes down Kids to. Kids sell tickets. Yeah, I know. But yeah, man. And especially in the last, like, five years, all these Disney movies are popping out. If they make a Happy Meal toy about you, you're going to sell tickets. In this day and age. In every day and age. I don't know. I don't think Zootopia is that good. I'm yeah. also not a furry, so maybe... Isn't that your favorite movie, Ron? <laughs> Zootopia? Yeah, it's about the fox. No, that's well, fantastic, Well, technically it's Mr. about fox. a rabbit. Oh, yeah, that's your favorite movie. It's not my favorite movie. I mean, it's up there. You're so weird, man. Why? It's a good movie. I don't... Isn't that like Claymation? Yeah. Know? Yeah, and it's a Wes but... Anderson thing. Yeah, Walls and Gromit's Claymation, but that's still art. Gumby's what? art. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's claimation. And a metaphor for communism, so let's... I'm Gumby, damn it. You're just making arguments against yourself at this point. I mean, Gumby Gumby was political satire for the time. Okay, Mike, what's the third film? <laughs> what's your... So the next on my list is also part of a series, Transformers, Dark of the Moon, and Age of Extinction. That's China. Mm-hmm. That's China's fault. You could blame China for having that half a billion dollars. That's fine. Um, the first Transformers movie I enjoyed. I yes. actually like it a lot. Yeah, I would agree. Dark of the Moon was okay. The, That's being generous. The second one, <laughs> um, uh, Revenge of the Fallen, was terrible. And because that one was terrible, I expected Dark of the Moon to lose momentum. It did not. So that's why I have it on here. Even though it wasn't a... Like the Fast and Furious movies, it's not bad. If it's on, I watch it. Age of Extinction, on the other hand, is hot trash. <laughs> is that the fourth one? Uh, yes. That's that... not the one with McDreamy, right? No, that's Dark of the Moon. Okay. That was the third one. third one was third better one was than okay. the second one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was the first. It goes one and three, and then the rest shouldn't be watched. That the, the fourth one was the one where I watched the trailer and was just like, nah. I, felt, <laughs> I fall asleep every time I still haven't watched it all the way through. I saw it in the theaters twice, and I still fell asleep. Wow, and that's a real Thor for you, huh? Oh, right? <laughs> Can I just say, the only reason... I mean, I don't really remember the movie Transformers Dark of the Moon. What I remember is getting super hyped, because I was in the movie theater, and a uh, a trailer came on for it. 
but I didn't know what it was at the time. So I thought it was like a live action, like interpretation of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And then a goddamn Transformer came on the screen. And yeah, so ever since that moment, I hate this movie. Sure. I did not think of Pink Floyd when I saw it. I think I thought of Unicron. Yeah, I did too. Um, I think it could have used a Pink Floyd soundtrack, but you know, it Unicron was in the most recent one with King Arthur and the Knights and all that stupid. That the most recent Transformers movie, I don't think grossed a billion dollars, but it was so stupid. The word it was, it was one of the it was garbage. Aren't they making another yes Transformer? Not That's a Bumblebee fine. one. I heard the Bumblebee one. Bumblebee was, one's good. Yeah, Bumblebee is very good. Bumblebee is very well done. It is very reminiscent of the first one. It is uh, it picks up on tropes. It's a very very heartwarming piece. Bumblebee is a good movie, and it was a it's like a bright spot in this crap that's been coming out since Dark of the Moon. So when the new Transformers movie comes out, we're gonna have to do a Transformers retrospective like we did with the Marvel yep. Cinematic Universe. Yep. No. Watch all of them, Can't wait. all the Transformers movies, and discuss no. them. No, <laughs> they're on FX all the time. <sighs> Ronald, do you have any more? I have one more movie on this list. I have one more that's kind of controversial. If that's okay, I know exactly what you're going to say, and I'm what? loading my guns. What am I gonna say? You're gonna say Rogue One. Rogue One S Trash. Rogue, Rogue One. And again, you were wrong because yeah, it ride on the momentum of The Force Awakens. It's almost like it's the third best Star Wars movie ever made. That uh, is a horrible statement. You can take that okay. back if you'd like. Um, no, because I'm right. But you know why it grossed a billion dollars, right? Oh, I absolutely know why it grossed a billion dollars. But I'm saying okay. it's one of the worst films. Well, you took Alice in Wonderland for me, to be fair. Well, you, <laughs> Rogue One is just like... Horrible plot, horrible characters. It, the film does not look good. Um, it's just, you know, CGI. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, completely took you out of the movie. That that movie was just, it was bad. It's forgettable. It's just... Okay. Ask any Star Wars fan. Most of them will beg to differ on your opinion about it. Well, ask any, ask any fanboy about anything. Of course they're going to say it's good. But, not Last Jedi. No. That was bad. Yeah. Rogue One is really bad. Besides Jin Erso and Darth Vader, Jin Erso is the only original character from that movie that anyone can name. But besides the ones that weren't in other movies, name another character. The guy who says I'm one with the force, the force is on Oh, me. God. Come on. <laughs> What's his name? It got me. Damn Don't right. know. You're I'll terrible. I don't know. Um, I did not like Rogue One when I first saw it, but I since warmed up to me because I think the dogfight at the end is fantastic. The last hour and a half is amazing. The first uh, half hour, it's very slow to start. The last movie I have on this list is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. I had all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The first one's good. first one's good, mm. but it's not on the list. Good point. Is it? Nope. Curse of the Black Pearl is not. did not make a billion dollars. No, the second one did. Yes, which that one is also good. Uh, also, I'd like to say honorable mention: uh, The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. No, you didn't like it? Boring. It, it wasn't you a bad also, film. It was. Just you also aren't a big fan of Lord of the Rings, are you? I mean, I've seen the the uh, other ones on all the extended extended editions, but it's just I don't know. It was just boring. Yeah, but I don't know. It was different. 
I think it like the first Lord of the Rings, it's just walking the movie part two or the prequel. Hmm. Um, I think the third one wasn't necessary and you could have just ended it with smog, but you know, that's here nor there. They wanted to spread it out so they, they could make more money. Yes. They wanted to Deathly Hollows it. Um uh, Okay. Do you have uh I have a trivia question. Go for it. Okay. So without looking of the 43 films to make a billion dollars, only three of them have come out pre-2000. Can you name them? I can. Yes, I can. All right, what are they? Titanic, okay. Jurassic Park, yeah. and The Phantom Menace. God damn it. But Jurassic Park and Phantom Menace did not make a no, billion dollars in their first run at the theater. They had re-releases. Correct. Okay, okay. Do you have a question? Yes, and it also starts with a fun fact. Fun fact! Six, since 2015, there have been at least four movies to crack $1 billion. And this year, 2019, six movies have crossed a $1 billion. And we're recording this before The Rise of Skywalker comes out, which is almost guaranteed to make a $1 billion. So we'll have seven movies to make a $1 billion this year. Preach. My question for you guys is... Is making a billion dollars in the box office an achievement at this point? Yes. If you don't think it is, I think you need your head checked. It still is. Okay. I think it's an achievement for any non-Disney movie. I think for a Disney movie, I think maybe people think at Disney that it is the standard for them at this point. I would say if you look at the list... A non-franchise movie, it's a surprise and an achievement. Absolutely. Yes. Because all of these movies are, for the most part, I believe, a franchise or another. They all are. There's not, other than Avatar, which is about to be a franchise, they are all... My point, quickly, <laughs> is that 24 films out of 43 are produced by Disney. Currently or at yep. the time of the release? At the time of release. Wow. That does not include, like, Phantom Menace, Avatar. Uh, the one, like, stuff that they pumped out. House of Mouse. And ten of them are do not involve franchises like Marvel, Star Wars, etc. So how many involve our future friend of the show, Kevin Feige? A lot. Uh, nine Marvel there, films. There you go, Kev. Four of them, all four Avengers films, are in the top ten. Calling it right now, when Bob Iger retires, they're grooming Kevin Feige to be CEO. Mm, Calling it. I don't know about that. I'm going to take that bet. Sandwich bet, right now. Deal. Done. Okay. Put it on the, the board. The bet is Kevin Feige has to immediately succeed Bob Iger when he's yep. done. Okay. Cool. Move on. Well, if you think about it, if we had $7 billion movies this year... There's 52 weeks in a year, and there's at least two movies that come out per weekend, if not more, if you count indie releases and all that. So that's at least 104 movies that come out per week. So out of 104, seven gross a billion dollars. That's still a very small percentage by comparison to the whole. That's the only reason I say well, that's yeah. still impressive. All the move, all the billion dollar movies this year. Disney, Disney movies. Not surprised. I thought I thought one of them was Sony, but then again, Disney did produce it. But okay. well, Jeez. yeah, 
Far From Home, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So, out of these movies, which one of them didn't you expect to be in the Billion Dollar Club? Ooh, ooh, ooh. One movie, which didn't you expect to be in the Billion Dollar Club? Go. Skyfall. That was mine. Yeah. What? Hmm. Skyfall was the one I did not think was going to be in. Even though it had the song by Adele, it had decent marketing hype. I did not expect a James Bond film because none of the other ones grossed over a billion dollars. And I don't think the one after Skyfall grossed a billion dollars either Mm -mm. for this one to gross a billion. That one, I was a surprise. I'm glad it did. I liked it. Incredible movie. It's fantastic. But I think Skyfall... I've seen this one. I I didn't think Skyfall (laughs) was going to gross a billion. Ron? Um, I'm kind of torn between two for various reasons. I'm probably going to go... So my my backup <laughs> is Minions. Fair. I don't know. They're just they're just like they're in a random despicable me movie and like you know now they're mostly memes on the internet and Facebook. So it's oh then again yeah maybe the meme is the reason that it made a billion dollars. But <laughs> oh. again, kids movie Happy Meal sell tickets, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know a bunch of adults that love Minions, too. I do, too, and it's weird. Yeah. Memes. And they do that, and they do the 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 Minion, like, sound. And I was just like, you're a grown-ass man. What are you doing? <laughs> you're a weirdo. People are going to think you're a pervert or something. Yeah. My, uh, stop my, that. My actual movie is Aquaman. Really? Yeah. Because up until that, up until this point, like, up until that point that Aquaman was released, no film in the DCEU had made a billion dollars. And plus, like, you know, you would think of all the DCEU movies, like probably Batman versus Superman or the Justice League or Wonder Woman was going to get it. Nope. It's the goddamn guy who can talk to fish. And I don't know. Aquaman was up there as the best one along with Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman is far and away better than Aquaman. Wonder Woman is better, but Aquaman was still very good. Yeah, like Aquaman is just f- like fun garbage, but I still d- I did not expect it to make a billion dollars. Not after yeah. not after the reputation that the DCEU had earned. I think Wonder Woman helped pave the way for Aquaman to make a billion. Yeah. Because Wonder Woman was that it good. had the Wonder Woman was like guys, this franchise can work. Yeah, but the film and... before Aquaman came out was. Uh, Justice League. Justice League, yeah. So, and that was... Wasn't oh, it Wonder Woman? No, Justice uh, League was in between. Justice League was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. It was just solid, <laughs> middle-of-the-road, average... It was okay. Yeah. No no complaints. It was just okay. Oh, I have a lot of complaints about that film, but... Of course you do, because you're... It's better. It's better than, like, Man of Steel or Batman vs. Superman. To be fair, the Man's... last time I watched it was the first time I saw it in theaters, and I left it going... It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> I think the expectations were really low. Which made people go, wow, that was okay. <laughs> uh, I'm it glad was Aquaman, okay. I'm glad Aquaman made a bill. Uh, I think Aquaman 2 is going to be good, and it keeps it going. So I don't think anybody ever thought Aquaman would get a movie uh, except an entourage. Do you have uh, another question you want to ask us? Yes, I do. I do have one. Go so. I mean, the first movie to make a billion dollars came out in 1997. Although I think there are movies far more deserving in the past. So what movies do you think... What like classic movies do you think should have made a billion dollars? Not... And we're not saying that, like, 
if there was inflation, then Gone with the Wind would have... Yes, we know. Like So one classic movie? Yeah. What defines classic? I mean... How about anything before 1990? It's about a 30-year gap. Um, if it's, like... It's a, I would consider like a classic, like a movie that they may not have heard it, but they, but people know of it. Like a very popular movie in like cult, like culture okay, and I, stuff like I got, that. I got my answer. So I have one as well. And I guess, do you want me to give mine as like an example? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Okay, so I think like The Godfather, The Godfather 2, hmm. probably should have made a billion dollars just because people consider it, some people consider it to be the best movie ever made. One of those two. And the fact that it's not even close on the list is a little jarring. So, like, but, like, a movie like Avatar have the highest gross of all time. It's a little disrespectful to the quote-unquote Godfather movies. (laughs) I think, I don't know the Godfather's box office draw, like, offhand, but I think it's kind of like the Shawshank Redemption, where it's, like, it's a really good film, and not many people saw it at the box office. Well, I'm. I think a lot of people did, but again, I don't know of it offhand. But like, it probably did better through its reputation. Guess, Ron, if you had a ballpark estimate. Uh, you said guess how much The Godfather grossed. Uh, originally or inflated. Uh, worldwide in 1972. Is that right? Yeah, that's when it came out. Um, I'm gonna say. Eighty-four million dollars? No, no. Higher or lower? Higher. Much, Triple. Much higher. Really? Okay, then I was dead wrong with that. Okay, yeah. that was a good pick, then, Matt. I'm gonna say three hundred million. No. Two hundred forty-three million is what it Damn. made worldwide. Damn. Wow. Okay. Wait a minute. Is this right? In theaters, thirteen days for one week. Yeah, looks like it. There's no way it made two hundred forty-three million dollars in a week. In 1972. Hold on, I'm going to use the Google machine. And while I'm using the Google machine, now is my time to let you know that the Britney Spears movie that Zoe Saldana was in was called Crossroads. Wow. Never heard of it. Good. But I feel like I learned... That's something we should do a watch along for. The Godfather (laughs) did, according to Wikipedia, $286 million. It was considered a blockbuster. Wow. Well, I mean... $286 $286 million at it, the time. Partial, part of the con- contribution was ticket prices increased from $3 to $3.50. Oh, whoa. And people were probably complaining about that, too. Like, why do we even go to the movies? In 1972? We spend $5 there. In 1972, yeah, they were complaining. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's like one of those things where, like, we're like, why do we spend $20 for a movie ticket? Where, like, back in the 70s, they were like, why do we spend $3.50 for a movie ticket? Okay, mine, there's two, and there's another segment later in the show that kind of talks similar to this topic, is um, Star Wars, and... A New Hope, you mean? A New Hope, in 1977, and the other one is The Wizard of Oz. Mm, The Wizard of Oz is a good pick. That's a good one. I yeah. think The Wizard of Oz, it, I don't, well, Star Wars, I guess, is a classic now, but I think Wizard of Oz is, like, a classic, like, one of the true definitions of An a classic. Um, I've I, seen that. I think Wizard, I, most people have. <laughs> I'm afraid of that movie. Uh, it's kind of frightening, especially, it came out, so this came out 
That movie came out pre-World War II. 1939. Uh, the first movie to come out in color. Uh, like, big movie. Motion picture. Yeah. Snow White was in color. Blockbuster movie like that. The com- live action, whatever. Motion picture. Color. Motion picture. It's, I think, in today's... If that came out today and it had more effects and stuff, I think it would be... I think that movie would have definitely hit a billion, for sure. I think if that movie was released years later... It might have grossed a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Or close to it. Um, especially with like how worldwide releases and stuff work. And then Star Wars is the amount of hype that that movie had. And then it was sold out in theaters for weeks. And people saw it ten times. And it had lines wrapped around the theater. Star Wars, the amount of money it made in 1977 was insane with hundreds of millions of dollars so for that it's the first summer blockbuster movie yeah Star Wars was. Was an insane amount of money so i would say if i had to pick another one to be jaws too jaws would probably be up the the third one so those are the three that i would say uh ron uh my movie uh is kind of clear in my mind i would absolutely pick the ghostbusters Ghostbusters is a solid one. Ooh, nice. Because I, uh, I think, you know, it's it's a geek thing. Had, you know, had great comedy, had great action, uh, had the biggest stars of the time. And, yeah, I think if it was if it was released today, it would go over, like, gangbusters. I just, yeah. I agree. The, the Ghostbusters in 2016 should have made a billion dollars. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> that, was uh, a good, that was a good movie. Okay, two-thirds of it was good, but the ending was pretty trash so you had um bill murray dan Aykroyd. you had uh sigourney weaver rick moranis rick moranis who was in every comedy funny movie at the time and um, um who else i'm blanking on other people's names the ernie, guy that started ernie, on the high c boxes well you had ernie hudson and um oh you're forgetting venkman come on I'm, who's, what's his name that he passed away? His real name. You know this, Mike. No, I'm blanking. Lifeline. Help. <laughs> Please. Begging you. Help. Okay, 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 okay. His name His name is Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, I'm sorry. He's mostly this? famous for directing a couple episodes of The Office, but yeah. Shut up. Wait, really? <laughs> did no. he direct Office episodes? Yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But Harold Ramis of Stripes fame. <laughs> and Groundhog Day. No, he didn't. Ivan Rittman created, directed Ghostbusters. Oh. Yeah, Harold Ramis did Groundhog Day then. Well, didn't Groundhog Day, like, destroy the relationship between Murray and Ramis? Probably. Unpopular opinion, I'm not a big fan of Bill Murray. Really? Yeah. I mean, he. I know, I like... I know he's funny, and he's been in, like, a few films that I like. I just don't like his, like, aura and ego. I don't know. I just don't think that he's a, a good guy. Like, the the stories that people tell, they're like, oh, my God, that's classic Bill Murray. It's just like, oh, that guy's kind of an asshole. But, Ron, he just got hired to be a part, to work at P.F. Chang's. Oh, yeah, I heard. See? Like, oh, classic Bill Murray. Who cares? I think... Hold on. I think the allure of Bill Murray and, like, the stories that people say, like, he'll go randomly, like, somebody will be at a restaurant with, like, their friend. Their friend will get up, go to the bathroom. 
Bill Murray would sit on the front seat and eat a french fry, and then he'll go to the person and be like, nobody will ever believe you, and he'll walk away. I know, that's and like, the dream. And he goes to frat parties and just, like, parties people, like, that's awesome. He just shows up to, like, sporting events, and will just, like, sit there. He just ran... And, and like, watch like the a, game. Like a normal wow. person. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. My favorite Bill Murray story is when... Um, he's doing a stand-up set in Chicago, and he has a heckler the whole night. And so during the set, he stops and he goes, I'm going to break your arm at the end of the night. And the guy was like, all right, meet me outside. And so, like, the set ends. He meets the guy outside, breaks the dude's arm, and then goes takes him to the hospital. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. I'm surprised the guy showed up. I guess he really wanted to beat up Bill Murray. <laughs> you suck! I'm gonna beat you up, you stupid comedian! Cheeburger, cheeburger, cheeburger is not funny! <laughs> Bill Murray, fun fact, was nominated for Best Actor in 2003 for Lost, Lost in Translation. Translation. Huh. It's a good movie, too. Carl Johansson's in that movie. I've never seen it, so I cannot comment. Wow, guys. Uh, I also have not seen it, but I now want to watch it because it's a rom-com that got nominated for best picture i mean wasn't her nominated for best picture did you not see that do you not know so many people that we know that would fit that description who would fall in love with their phone i am hey, in love fork with you phone. man so the next segment that matt had a really cool idea of we're gonna draft some movies so imagine that we owned a movie theater and we had five screens in the theater and we are going to pick off of the billion-dollar list. So out of the 43 movies on this list, there will be 15 chosen. Each of our theaters will be unique, and no movies will be repeated. So if it's taken off the list, you can't pick it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to draft, and we're going to do classic snake rules. So uh, we already determined the numbers previously through a random number generator. So Ron goes first, then myself, then Matt, and then Matt goes again, then me, then Ron, until we each have five in our theaters. And then at the end, we're going to see who has the most appealing theater and who would you want to go, whose theater would you want to go attend and spend your hard-earned dollars to go see movies. Um, This is not whoever's going to get the highest gross or whoever has the highest box office. It's just who uh, has better taste in billion-dollar cinema. (laughs) Okay. So, Um, Ron, take it away. Okay, with my first pick... Of the 2019 movie draft. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Avengers, the original one, 2012. That movie is just great. Um, solid pick, solid pick. Yeah. yeah. It's a good That's one. Solid. It's real, real roll-tide. Uh, I will follow up that pick with the second pick of the 2019 movie theater draft. I'm going to choose Avengers Endgame. Oh, damn it. I thought I I didn't I wasn't Crap. expecting it to be there and I'm honestly surprised it wasn't the number 1 overall picks. I was really happy that it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. but I knew that his favorite movie was Avengers. So I was saying. <laughs> uh, uh, don't get me wrong. Endgame is really really good, but I just per- I just prefer the original. No, that's fine. I think all four of the Avengers movies are still good. Even people give flack to Age of Ultron. But, Matthew, with the third pick of the 2019 movie theater draft. This is tough, man. This is tough. 
Oh my god! Oh god! I hope it's still there when I'm around because I get yeah. that. I get that double pick. Oh, yeah, I'm afraid of the swing, man. The SK Tottenham's choose. I okay. So with my third pick, I am going to pick, which probably will be a controversial first round pick. I swear to God, if the next words out of your mouth are Rogue One. Well, no, it is a Star Wars film. I'm going to take The Force Awakens. Damn it. Oh, damn it. I was sure no one was going to take that. You're, well, you're crazy, but I mean, that is a point. it was one of those things where I knew it wasn't coming back to me, so I had to grab it when I had the chance. <laughs> um, and my second pick. Oh, does I, it Mike have to go? No, I we're snaking. God, did you not pay attention to the instructions Mike gave? Do you... Oh, sorry, I forgot Mike. I forgot that Mike picked. Holy crap! I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So with the first pick in the second round, I'm going to pick Toy Story three. Thank God, oh, my... your movie theater oh. sucks. Why? Because Toy Story three sucks. What? What? If the what toys died at the end, it would have been fantastic, and it would have been the okay. best movie ever made. Okay. okay well, Mike's no. opinion on Toy Story yeah. three is invalid. Mike, pick your next movie. With the fifth pick mm-hmm. in the second round, I'm going to choose Avengers Affinity War. I'm going to have them both. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually oh, that's a good... Hmm. So you can go have a double feature at my theater. Have it be six hours long. And it, it's free popcorn and beverages and cookie dough bites all so around. So how are you going to make money? <laughs> uh, beer. Ooh, oh. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Beer, movie, profit. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter how we get there. <laughs> now, Ron, since you weren't paying attention to the rules, you get to pick twice. Yeah, I know. Okay, so my my pick for the last pick of the second round, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Although technically, yeah, it did make a million dollars. It just had to take a couple times to get there. <laughs> it's it on did, there, baby. It did make a million dollars. You are right. You mean a billion. You guys you guys mean a billion, right? Uh, yes. He meant a billion, but he said it wrong. With so a B. All right, Ron. Go again. Okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn on this pick. Because on one hand, I love this movie. On the other hand, I really want to make sure that I secure... No, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say uh, The Dark Knight. Wow. That was my next pick. All right. Matt, please. Or sorry, Mike. Okay. Um, Boy. Hmm. I'm... See, I'm torn because I'm trying to see if it's movies that I would just go and see over and over again or if I'm trying to make, like, the best all-around theater experience. I'm trying to do both. Uh, yeah, I am. So I'm gonna have to go with the Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Mmm, mm, solid, solid, good one. All right, boys, this is the part of the of of draft where teams are built with foundations <laughs> and championships are won. This is where I'm gonna start turning my luck around. Wide receiver number two. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta build some depth for this, you know. So I'm gonna pick Skyfall and Far From Home for this one. Okay. I I agree with Skyfall. Far From Home. That's a it's a bit of a reach, but okay. I was contemplating between Skyfall and Return of the King. Then it's a good draft for me. 
Draft philosophy. If you pick a, if you take somebody and somebody, if you t- take a player like in a fantasy football draft, the guy who goes next goes, dang it, I wanted that. Then it's a good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Ron, you're up. Okay. Ron, what were you two? Jurassic Park and Dark Knight, right? Yeah. yeah, my my the three picks that I have are Avengers, Jurassic Park, and Dark Knight. Yep. And for those of you who are listening, yes, I have this paper that you hear rustling because I have notes. And I'm trying to figure <laughs> out who I'm doing and who I'm picking, like an official draft. I'm going yes. to pick uh, Harry Potter and a Deathly Hallows Part 2. Wow. You're going to pick the second part. The first yeah, one I f- wasn't on here. So how are people going to know what happened in the first movie? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Mike, how, how many selections do you have? Do you have five? I have. Uh, that was my fourth. Yeah, I have the last pick. So this, that means I do two in a row, right? Correct. Okay. So first one is easy for me. I'll take Titanic. Damn it, Ron! You are just reading off my big board. I'm sorry. Now the my last pick is kind of tough. I don't know. See, the, I have a movie in mind. I like this movie, but I just, I don't know. You know what? I already have, I have a lot of, like, epic movies and a lot of, like, superhero movies. I'm just going to take something a little bit smaller, but is good in scale. I'm going to take Frozen. Mmm. Mm. Yeah. It's a good one. Good yeah, round good out. Okay. Appeal to, to the kids. Mike, go ahead. Uh, for, my, for my last pick in my basketball team. I am going to be a little selfish on this one. and Iron Man 3. Absolutely <laughs> You're so not. brave. I've never You're so brave. If I ever own a theater, I will show all of the movies but that one. No, I'm going to be selfish and pick my one of my favorites on this list, Captain Marvel. I knew you were going to take that freaking film. I knew none of you were going to take it, so I could save it for last. Yeah, because no one wants it. Because it's fantastic and you're garbage. Everybody pick the movies I've seen. <laughs> I also have one more pick. My Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> Last Jedi still there. You can round out your Star Wars. Or Rogue One. I already got a Star Wars. <laughs> Please. I'm the only one with the Star Wars. Yeah, because no one true. wants Last Jedi or Phantom Menace. <laughs> I would have taken Force Awakens if you hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I got it. So with my last pick, Mr. Irrelevant, I'm picking Mr. Wakanda himself, Black Panther. Solid. Nice. Ron, I really thought you were going to take that. It was, the thing is, I already had the Avengers and the Dark Knight, so I was like, oh, I don't want to cramp up my theater with too many superhero films, you know? Yeah, I tripled up on them, but that's okay. I mean, you have... I have high fantasy in there, too, so it's fine. But you don't have a kid's movie. I don't, so... because I don't want children in my theater. Oh, well, yeah, with all the booze running around. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's, let's give a quick list of our movies, shall we? Go ahead, Ronald. Start us off. Okay, the five movies in my cinema are Avengers, Jurassic Park, The Dark Knight, Titanic, and Frozen. The five movies in my cinema are Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, Lord of the Rings Return of the King, 
Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, and Captain Marvel. And my five films are Star Wars The Force Awakens, Toy Story 3, Skyfall, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Black Panther. Why did you pick Toy Story 3? <laughs> so high. Why? Because it's are the best me? animated film of all time. Mike, if he hadn't taken it, I would have my next turn. Really? It's the yeah. best animated movie of all time. That's not even close to true. I mean, outside of your opinion, Ron <laughs> tends to agree. Yeah, Toy Story toys 3 is a great movie, The Mike. toys didn't die. Did yeah, you know? but that was the year that I graduated from high school, so I'm the same age as Andy, so him I and I were going through some serious shit together, and it was just Matt. really sad to see all of his toys go away, and right after <laughs> I gave away all my toys, and I thought that I killed my friends? <laughs> you know, if you would have led with that, like, episodes ago when I bashed Toy Story 3, you know, I would have had... Like, I was waiting for this exact moment. I would have had a little bit more of an... A, better opinion about it about me liking this terrible movie but sure like Fozzie Bear or whatever that bear was in it that was bad guy it was a terrible villain Fozzie Bear Toy Story 1 was better Toy Story 2 was even better than that and then Toy Story 3 shit the bed and we don't talk about Toy Story 4 I, I haven't seen, seen Toy Story 4 because I don't have one of my I memories of 3. It. it doesn't need to be made because Toy Story 3's ending was perfect. Anyway, <laughs> I think we should put this up on Twitter and see if people will decide which one was the best. Make it a poll? Yeah. All right. Make a poll. I think so. We'll set up a poll for the day that this is released. But also, if you'd like to like or if you'd like to comment on which one is better, on why you think there's better... You can follow us at Pop Culture Fed and leave a reply right there, right in the poll, just so we can get that Twitter brand interaction. Am I right, ladies? I agree. I think so, too. So the last part of the show, I know we're winding down to the end, um, it is, touches on something that Matt talked about before uh, with his question, was what movies aren't in the Billion Dollar Club that should be? specifically ones that got close. So I'm talking about the movies in the seven, eight, nine hundred million dollar range. Not Wizard of Oz who grossed only twenty six million dollars or not uh Britney Spears movie that Ron likes or um Shawshank what? Redemption, even though it's fantastic, didn't gross that much. So I'm talking specifically it came close to a billion, but just didn't quite get there. Do you understand the rules, Ron? I understand the rules, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be um, explicit now on, on this. <laughs> um, okay, I have... I have two and a franchise. So if you want me to go first, I can. If not, somebody else take it away. Hey, Mike, why don't you go first? Thanks, Ron. So... I put Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and in parentheses, any of the Harry Potter movies. Even five? (laughs) Because the amount of hype that those books had, and the Harry Potter fever, like, I don't even think Game of Thrones, when it comes out, the sixth book, Winds of Winter, will have a line outside of Barnes and Nobles like these Harry Potter books had. People took off of work. People took off school to read books. Yeah, 
reading was cool. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think these movies should have. I mean, Death uh, Deathly Hollows Part Two grossed over a billion, but I think the amount of worldwide hype that these had very well should have grossed and gotten over a billion. Especially Sorcerer's Stone, since that was the first one, and it came close. It was 900 and change. Mm-hmm. The second one is my favorite movie of all time, and in 1996 dollars, it came pretty close it was in the i believe 800 and change uh that is independence day whoa Um, (laughs) that made 882 million dollars the first movie that i saw in theaters multiple times the movie that made me want to join the air force to fly airplanes to kill aliens and i just when that movie just comes on it's just fantastic and you just have to watch it i'm more shocked it made 817 million dollars it was a great movie <laughs> and the special effects at the time because when the that famous scene where the white house blows up mm-hmm. that's all done with props yeah like they did a really good job at making that movie um i cannot say enough good things about it and when we do our top 10 favorite movies of all time you obviously all know my number one there and well, then there's a spoiler bro Spoiler, you should just bleep that every time you say it. Um, the last one I have is Star Wars, the original. Because in the at the time, I think now with the re-releases, it's in the high 1700s. It's just that movie started a phenomenon and made science fiction cool and popular. There's it's probably some Star Trek fans that would be like, well, Star Trek was the one to make it cool. Star Trek, I mean, without Star Trek, I don't think we would have science fiction like yeah. as a popular genre. But Star Wars, I think, really took it to the next level. Um, so I think Star Wars, with the hype and the... Uh, I think Star Wars came out a little bit later. It definitely would have been the first movie to gross a billion dollars. Hard for me to pick a more perfect movie than Star Wars. I think Star Wars is a solid 10 and has very few flaws. Okay. That's a good one. And it came out in 1977, the top. Yeah. So, now that you know my examples and that, what are some of the ones that you think should have crossed the billion-dollar threshold but didn't? I'm going to pick two movies here. Go ahead. Um, one of them, would you... I would technically call it a re-release that it came out this year. Well, you said animated and it's important to this generation. Yes, The Lion King. The animated one. Not just the... One that's coming out right now. I mean, technically... You, you mean the car- the cartoon? Yeah. From 94? Yes. Yes, fair. Because the one that is out right now, the other animated one... Made a billion. Yes, already made a billion with the B. But yeah, so like, I'm surprised that The Lion King hasn't made a billion yet. It's close. It ha- It's currently at $968 million. Oh, that's with the re-release. That is with the re-release, and I'm sure they're going to re-release it again. And to get it over the line for a billion dollars. But as of right now, it doesn't. And I'm sticking to it. But yeah, it's probably super influential film for a lot of people our age. Probably got them into animation and into lions. I really got nothing. I think it was the first (laughs) exposure to the second half of the millennials to Disney. Yeah. On a large scale. And it was, if not the start... It probably was the movie to amp up the Disney renaissance. 
Yes. We'll have a whole show about the Disney Renaissance, like Disney as a whole in retrospective from the beginning to now. But you were correct. I think that <laughs> for a lot of people, that was the first one, mm-hmm. first big one since. Because I think before that, the 80s was a real dark lull time for Disney releases. Yeah. You had some gems there, people argue, but compared to what you had prior to that, mm-hmm. so Lion King, yeah. And the second one, I wouldn't necessarily say it deserved it, but I was a little shocked that it didn't. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness didn't even make $500 million. But I remember the hype for that movie was huge when it came out. Yeah, I was just as shocked. You know this is regarded as the worst one. Really? This is my favorite one, but yes, this is regarded as the worst one. That's shocking. I think it's the better of the three. I think the third one is the worst one. Agreed. But I think that one is very, very good. And I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a great con. Yeah, I agree. I When I saw that movie, I was like, wow, this is incredible. It's a great movie. But I was shocked it didn't even make $500 million. And I'm also a little shocked that people think that it's the worst movie out of the trilogy. How well did the first one do? $385 million. Yeah, you know, for 2009... For a Star yeah, Trek movie. I mean, for Star Trek, I think it's it's great, and I think it's their... Well, Into Darkness was the highest grossing Star Trek movie, but Star Trek, like, Return of the Jedi made 300 and change, and that was in 83. Yes. And then with the re-release, I'm not sure. It probably made more. So, I'm going to say it, and probably disagreed with, Star Trek is better suited for a TV show. Yeah. Also, another movie franchise starring Zoe Zeldon. Keep getting them paychecks, girl. Yeah. I mean, I think the Chris Pine Star Trek was. I liked them all, even three. But I think the second is the best one. I think they're a great cast, great crew. They mesh well. Wow. Eighty-two percent on Metacritic. And Rotten Tomatoes ninety-four. I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. No, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good. I mean, if you watch the original Star Trek motion picture, it's really bad. Yes. It's not, it's really bad. <laughs> so, and then Wrath of Khan comes out, and that's, I mean, a lot of people say it's the best one, it's great. Not for me, but Next Generation I still think is the best Star Trek, but that's an opinion for another show. Ron, finish us off, buddy. The answer to this question, in my mind anyway, is clear and obvious, and I am shocked that neither of you answered this. Shrek 2 made over just over $900 million. And the fact that one of the cinematic masterpieces couldn't break a billion is fascinating in my mind. It, it's Shrek 2, okay? It's Shrek 2. Not one? No. One is good, I'll give you that. But one does not measure up... To the profound obscurity that Shrek 2 rises. Two. <laughs> yeah, it's Shrek 2. Should have made a billion. Disappointed it didn't. Clap back, y'all. Uh, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> Whatever you say. That about wraps up our show with billion dollar... Talking about the billion dollar movies, particularly the worst ones. Um... Tell us what you think. Tweet us, uh, at us, and uh, let us know. 
your opinions on the worst movies ever. I'm surprised I didn't bring up Iron Man 3 more. I'm proud of you that you didn't. Because you know what? It deserved to make a billion dollars. And I'm just going to leave it at that, even though it sucks. So, uh, tune in next time where we're going to talk about another fun topic. Not sure what it is yet. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. But uh, thank you for joining. And again, let us know. Give us a like and a subscribe. And follow us on Twitter at PopCultureFed. I'm Mikey. I'm Mateo. My name is Ron. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, Mom.